0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the official podcast of The Calling, the Young Adults group of Glenwood Community Church. These podcasts are an anchor for us to meditate on and serve as our thought of the week for our Tuesday night gatherings over Zoom. While we shelter in place, you might feel like you've hit that wall of disappointment or grief and not knowing what the future will hold. But take heart, Christ has overcome the world, even in light of this crisis. So let's grab our Bibles because we're going to get started. Life in quarantine is like we're living in a snow globe. A lot of us feel like we're stuck in our houses, living in a bubble, or we find that we exist in a small and shaken reality. As we've all been Netflixing and marathoning movies, I just recently rewatched a film called The Truman Show. It's a comedy film that stars actor Jim Carrey, where he discovers his whole life is not really what it seems. He spent his entire existence in an enormous movie set filled with state-of-the-art technology to simulate weather alongside cameras and mics to record his every move as he is the star of his own TV show. The people who watch from the real world have t-shirts and memorabilia based around his life. And one of the items that they have is a pin that reads, how is it going to end? And I feel like that's the question all of us are asking too. How is it going to end? In my conversations with you all, many of us feel anxious or restless, even bored out of our minds when we run out of projects or not knowing what the future will bring. We scroll through our news feed, read articles, check Twitter, and watch the news to see when the economy is going to reopen or when there will be a vaccine. How is it going to end? And as I've been pondering over the scriptures this week, I've been looking to passages that give us hope and invite us to ponder about God's plans in the midst of trial and hardship. If you want to turn with me to Romans 8:18 8, through 25, it teaches us to seek the kingdom of God when we find ourselves in hardship. I'm going to go ahead and read it for us right now. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is going to be revealed to us. For the creation eagerly waits with anticipation for God's sons to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly because of him who subjected it, in the hope that the creation itself will also be set free from the bondage of corruption into the glorious freedom of God's children. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together with labor pains until now. And not only that, but we ourselves who have the Spirit as the firstfruits, We also groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our bodies. Now in this hope we were saved, yet hope that is not seen is not hope, because who hopes for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with patience. In the same way, the Spirit also joins to help in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us. With unspoken groanings. And he who searches the heart knows the Spirit's mindset because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. There is such a longing for renewal in this passage. And I know that's a lot, and there's so much that we could get into just by digging into this, and maybe I'll revisit it at a different time. But I want us to focus on this one thing here about creation longing to be renewed. Paul states in the first verse how the suffering his audience experiences is nothing in comparison to Jesus and his kingdom. He's not trying to say that Jesus is this magical band-aid that makes all of the pain in our lives disappear, but through the lens of God's glory, we will see his purposes unfold. C.S. Lewis writes about suffering in his book, The Screwtape Letters. It's a book which Lewis imagines what a dialogue would be like if a senior demon was training a younger demon. In this chapter, Lewis reveals something about the suffering humans face as his characters discuss how God is at work in the midst of trial. He says this suffering is an essential part of what he or God calls redemption. A faith that is easily destroyed by a war or pestilence cannot really have been worth the trouble of destroying. So, guys, in your sufferings, in your trials, don't lose hope because God is at work in the midst of them. We see how the world is deteriorating because of sin. We experience it through the reality of this virus. Paul reminds us that someday there will be a reality which pain and suffering are no more. And while we hope for that reality of the new kingdom to come, we wait patiently. And that's hard. I don't like watching the news and seeing that There's no end date in mind. They don't know what's going to happen in the future. And a lot of us in those moments are just so tempted to hit the wall, to scream, to become frustrated, to isolate ourselves. Paul says that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. We've experienced moments where we felt weak. We've been angry. We've felt depressed. We're anxious. We might feel lonely. God knows and sees you. He understands your brokenness and where you're currently at right now. The Holy Spirit then cries out to God about what we truly need, even when our prayers fall flat or when they only echo, just make the pain go away. Perhaps our suffering is an opportunity to see where God is at work in our own hearts. When will things go back to the way they once were? I'm sick of reading the news. I keep typing in coronavirus vaccine update. I've learned a lot about how we make vaccines and the process for how we do them, but we're still not out of the woods yet. How is it going to end? I don't know. When is social distancing lifting? Who knows? Maybe we'll find a vaccine. Maybe it will get worse. But when social distancing is over, it's never really all over. When I see creation decaying around me, I'm reminded that one day it shall be renewed into a world with no pain and no disease, no dying. And the suffering around us is but a signpost that reads, a new kingdom is coming. Don't lose hope. In the waiting, we too can know that God is working within us. So some things to think about this week. Where is the Spirit calling you to renewal? Where is it within your own life, your own heart, the own patterns of how you do things that God is calling you to make things new? And where has He been giving you hope lately? Where from the change in your pattern? Where from the change of your day-to-day? Where has God been giving you hope? And lastly, our discussion. What has God revealed to you in the waiting? Where has he shown himself to you as you've hit that wall? Where your impatience has erupted, where you've broken down, where you feel lonely. And in those moments, you can pray this prayer echoed by St. Patrick. It goes like this. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down. Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of every man who speaks of me, Christ in the eye that sees me, Christ in the ear that hears me. May your heart not lose hope, And may Jesus be present with you in the moments of your weakness. The music you hear in this podcast was produced by our friend Kalen McKinley. We're thankful for his gifts and talents as he lends them to us during this time. We'll see you guys next week, but until then, stay home, stay healthy, and stay safe.